Hey friends, welcome back to the Pulpit to Pew podcast and our journey through the Bible. We're anchoring down today in a new book, 2 Samuel, and it's day 111 in our journey through the Bible. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Glad to have you guys with us today. We're in 2 Samuel. We're starting that up. But we've come through some great chapters, and to be honest with you, as I record this today, I'm a little up and down about really how long to go on this because I feel like I've taught through the passages that we are just covered and just read a lot over the last couple of years on the podcast. I wrote about David, I talked about David, and we see David now in some turmoil. He is has been on the run from Saul, and we've seen him flee to his enemies, to the Philistines. We've seen him act like a crazy man, and that led even into some of the Psalms. You may notice if you're reading with us chronologically that the the Bible plan had us go to some of the Psalms. Well, those Psalms, if you look at the inscription at the top, were Psalms of David that he was writing on this journey, and a journey that was a scary journey for him. It was a journey when he got betrayed by Doeg. Remember when David went to, is it Ahimelech, the priest? And he got the sword of Goliath, and then Doeg saw that, and he betrayed David and betrayed the the priest, and the priest was killed. Priest's family member got out and told David. David felt ashamed. He felt he felt guilty, and he's been on the run. And he's a couple times he could have killed Saul and got himself out of this, but he would not raise his hand against God's anointed. He wouldn't do it. He, he wanted to do the right thing, even though he was being treated wrong. And I I didn't plan on saying that, but just saying that is a, that is a difficult, difficult lesson. Doing the right thing, even when the right thing is not being done to you. Very difficult. So David was... Uh, David was just in a in, in a spiral, and he was facing some difficult times. As we come to the end of First Samuel, we see where David's wives and the children and the and his men, their wives and children were taken, and David uh, was in a just a low point, point of depression, and even his people were getting ready to turn on him. And God, he, he encouraged himself in the Lord, and the Lord gave him a victory, and he was able to get them back. And then at the end of First Samuel, we see Saul's death. And uh, now Saul, who, if you may remember, because this isn't just about David, I got to keep telling myself, Saul was the first king. Remember back when he was a very humble man, and he said, I'm just from the tribe of Benjamin, and he was searching for the prophet Samuel, and he was surprised. He was head and shoulders above everybody else, but he was surprised that he was asked to be the king. And then he disobeyed, and he got full of pride, and... And his life just took a dramatic turn. And power can do that to some people. And it did it to Saul. But David always honored Saul, even though Saul wasn't always good to David. And David made a promise to Saul, which will come up later in our study. But he made a promise that he would protect Saul's family and that he wouldn't do them any harm. And that will come into play as we get into later, because Jonathan died here as well. That will get into play when we see some of the family in 2 Samuel. So soon, David's going to become king. And when he becomes king, he'll start at Hebron and then over Israel, Jerusalem there. But but we're going to see David now. And even watch 
we talked about how power changed Saul. Watch how David makes some, some bad decisions. Obviously, we know one with Bathsheba. But when power, it's it's a temptation. It's a temptation. And David, who is a man after God's own heart, and we see why in the book of 2 Samuel. We do see why. He's a godly man. And he, he did walk with God. We read that in the Psalms. But David made some bonehead decisions as well, just like we do. And I love, as I've already touched on, but I'll back up. I love the Psalms. I love that we when you put them together with some of David's life, because you guys know this, okay? You know that songs bring out emotion. You know that. You can hear, think about the, right now, where you're at, think about the Jaws music. Dun, 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 dun. And it, now, maybe not when I'm doing that into this microphone, but when you hear that and you're watching Jaws, it brings some fear, like what's going to happen? You know how those scary movies put that scary music when you're getting ready, someone's getting ready to jump out. Or when something sad's happening, you can tell by the change of the music. Music plays with the emotions. Not necessarily a bad thing, but when David was facing the emotions that he went through, he wrote songs, but he wrote to God. Some of them in desperation, some of them questioning, but some of them just from um, a heart of praise to who his God was even through the difficult times. And so that, that David is now going to become king. And he's going to have to make some decisions, and he's going to face some difficult times. He's going to, he's going to face some, uh, some enemies. He's going to face some foes. But David is known and referred to, even in the New Testament, as a man after God's own heart. So as you read through this, kind of find out why, and see uh, the transition, and and just think about David and his life. And, and the godliness. I've, I've said this before. Uh, my wife took me last November to watch David and watch his his story told at the Sight and Sound Theater. If you if it comes back out and you're able to see it, you have to go see it. I even bought a David globe from there. You know, those globes you turn around. So I don't even know what happens when I turn it upside down. I better not do it now. I'll break something. But I even bought one of those just to remind me of his life. Um, he's such a, to me, just a great character. Uh, not a character that sounds like it's a movie, but he's such a great man to think about. And because and he, the Bible tells us his goods and his bad. And I enjoyed studying this life. So I think as you get into Second Samuel, take some time to enjoy it. I felt like First Samuel flew by. I, I felt like it just flew by. And in my mind, I felt like I got a little bit distracted this month on, on some things. And uh, I'm hoping even in my own life to slow down. And it's going to happen, okay? I think sometimes we got to be real on this journey. If we think that we're going to go 365 days, and it is going to be every day just locked in solid, and your time of reading the Bible is going to be great, you're either super spiritual or you're a little bit naive. It's not going to be that way. You're going to go through some slumps. And I'll tell you what, in this last month, I've, I've kind of hit a slump. I'm in, not in anything bad. I just I haven't even been journaling, like I said. I can't even hardly write on Mondays. Just kind of this funk, this little bit of a rut. And you're going to go through some of that sometimes. Still reading, but sometimes the reading gets a little faster. Why do I tell that to you? I tell that to you to say, don't get discouraged when you get in a rut. Just keep plowing through. And, and you're going to get through that. You really will. But take some time and slow down. And just enjoy the reading of God's Word. And I think you're going to really enjoy Second Samuel. We're moving right along. Day 111 in the Bible. We're moving through this. Actually, it seems like from doing it the way that I'm doing it on podcasts and stuff, 
it just seems like we're flying through it, whereas before it seemed like a drudge at times. I'm enjoying it. I hope that you are. There's about 21 or so following along on the app. And if you're, some of you are doing other things. You know, a friend of mine reading through the New Testament, that's awesome. I love it. But thank you for being a part of this. And if you, I, I know I'm summarizing it because I'm kind of assuming, I know not everybody that listens to this is reading down through it. But for you guys, here's what I'm hoping you get. The narrative of the Bible. Think about where we've been. I won't recap at the end of this little short podcast, but where we've been. In the beginning, God. Adam and Eve. Cain. Sin. The flood. Abraham. Isaac. Jacob. Joseph. Egypt. Moses. We have come a long ways. And we're all leading to the Messiah coming. And so, enjoy Second Samuel. Thank you for being a, part, a friend of the podcast. Thank you for your encouraging words. Can I encourage you, if you want to hear a couple of great messages, send me a message or go to the Faith Baptist Church of Cunot. Go to their YouTube page. It's my home church. We had a guest speaker, Eric Getch, who is just a genuine, just a good guy. A lot of people know his dad who writes books and speaks and is vice president of West Coast Baptist College. But Eric Getch is a powerful, powerful preacher. He preached some wonderful messages that helped, and I thought at the when it was done, I said, I'm glad my kids got to hear those messages. I'm glad I did. And I said, it's just you can sense God's hand on this young man. And uh, so I just I say young man. He's in his 30s. I'm 41. So we're all young, right? But um, I encourage you to to put get some good preaching. Listen to that, and you can find a couple of those on YouTube. Skip past my song leading part. I hate that it's on YouTube. I wish we could edit it. But if anyone's going to edit it, it's probably going to be me, and I don't have time to do it. But So skip all of the song leading, and then get straight to the preaching. All right, hey, have a great week. We'll see you back on Sunday as we continue our study in the Book of Romans.